Number three is to avoid the idea of restriction. So if you're going to a meal and you just think like, I'm just not going to have any sweets, chances are all you're going to think about are those sweets that you told yourself that you can't have. So if I, let's say, told Matt, hey, Matt, you can't have any Nanaimo bars all Christmas. And then that can become like the thing that you like obsess over or like feeling really angry or like you're missing out on something special. So instead of restricting, don't tell yourself you can't have something. Just set yourself up for success by saying like, I'm going to enjoy a little bit of everything. Welcome everyone to our Thursday chat. All three of us are here today. We're excited about that. Yeah, we're winning. Tom, Julissa. So Julissa's going to kind of Take the wheel on this one, talking about five tips, five ways that you can have a happy and healthy holiday season. I mean, I can't really like control how happy you are, but I think this will help if you've got questions about the nutrition side of holidays. Um, this will maybe help. So Set yourself up for success. Yeah, I need to jump right into it. So my first one, and this is probably the biggest one and the one that I think affects most people or the one that I think a lot of people tend to do that I think often causes more harm than good is skipping meals in order to save your calories. So my number one tip is don't skip meals in order to save your calories. Oftentimes what happens is if we do that, we go into our big meals thinking that it's like a free for all and we can just eat whatever we want because we haven't eaten that much in that day. Um, and nine times out of 10, you will actually end up eating or consuming more calories than you would have if you had just eaten like a regular healthy breakfast and lunch and then, um, enjoyed, but eaten like that celebratory meal in moderation. So sometimes, or if we do that, it's very likely that you're going to go into that meal and feel excessively hungry. Um, and and that often causes us to eat way too fast. So we maybe have enough room to enjoy all the food, but we're so hungry. We eat it so fast. And then 20 minutes later, we realize we're like uncomfortably full. And that kind of takes away from the enjoyment of that experience. So um, the goal would be then to eat a healthy, decent breakfast, have a bit for lunch, um, veggies, some lean protein, and then most often our celebratory meals are in the evenings, I'm assuming. Um, this might not always be the case, but let's say it is. Then you can go into that meal hungry, but not like famished so that you end up just scarfing everything down and then that meal is over and you didn't even really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, that's my, my number one tip. Um, do you guys have anything to say about that? You guys don't skip meals. Matt would, Matt's never skipped a meal in his life, I don't think. <laughs> well, I mean, if I have, definitely. I mean, it's pretty, it feels obvious when you think about it, but I don't think we make that obvious observation when we're in the moment. But for sure, if I miss a meal, I'm way more hungry and I have a way harder time controlling myself. Mm -hmm. If I were to mm -hmm. fill myself up with some good, nutrient dense food prior, I'm going to have less ability to do that, or even just drinking a little bit more water during the day too. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. it's really important. Like you said, like food is 
around the holidays, food is meant to be enjoyed or at any point in time, right? It's gone like for centuries and centuries, people gathered have gathered around food and you want to enjoy it to the fullest. And so I think it's, yeah, leading up to it. How do you set yourself up obviously to enjoy it the best during, and then also after, because <laughs> yeah, if you overindulge it, like can also feel not so good either, or even the next day, like if it's not, if you ate too fast and you didn't take time to chew it and break it down, like we've talked about before, that affects the way that you maybe digest it or absorb those nutrients. And so that's maybe more sciencey, but all in all more to say like on why I guess to get behind. Yeah. Not skipping meals and making sure that we come into our big celebratory meal as we normally would any other meal, maybe, but still obviously enjoying it with your family and friends too, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And actually that touches on, this was going to be my fifth point, but I'll talk about it now because you, you, um, did such a lovely segue. So my tip number two is, it's actually like a phrase. So you can say this to yourself or write it down or somewhere, but just have it in the front of your mind of asking yourself, how is this going to make me feel tomorrow? So if you um, are going through a meal or going through a day and you're debating like, do I have room for more treats? Or like I had one dessert, should I have another? Or maybe it comes to even like your choices in alcohol um, or whatever kind of uh, things of enjoyment that you're gonna have. Just asking yourself, how's this gonna make me feel tomorrow? So sometimes that answering that question actually means that you're going to enjoy it. So if you go to the next day and you're like, man, I said no to every single dessert and I feel like I missed out and that doesn't make me happy, then that's probably, I mean, a good, um, like a probably tells you that you should enjoy something is what I'm trying to say. Or let's say you've had like a few sweets and you're starting to feel that like, I don't know, I get this like vibrating, anxious feeling if I eat too much sugar. Maybe you're at that point and you're trying to decide if you should have another cookie ask yourself, how's this going to make me feel tomorrow or even like in an hour? And if it's going to like take away from your ability to simply like enjoy the foods that you have had or enjoy the people around you, probably the best choice is to just leave it. So just keeping that question in mind when you prepare for meals or if you're just enjoying some treats and snacks is just trying to think about like future you and is this going to add to your enjoyment or take away from it? Great. I don't know about you guys, but I have, I wouldn't say often, but I've in the past, especially when I struggled um, in recovery from my eating disorder, I struggled a lot with, with binge eating and oftentimes I would eat till I was sick. And then that would just like completely ruin fun experiences for me because I would be so uncomfortable and miserable. And that would always take away from that. So that's kind of where that question stems from is just like, ask yourself that question. How am I going to feel in an hour or how am I going to feel tomorrow? Yeah. Love it. Well, so that's number two. Number three is to avoid um, the idea of restriction. So if you're going to a meal and you just think like, I'm just not going to have any sweets, chances are all you're going to think about are those sweets that you told yourself that you can't have. So if I, let's say, told Matt, hey, Matt, you can't have any Nanaimo bars all Christmas, he would probably only be thinking about Nanaimo bars. And I want to go get a Nanaimo bar now. So yeah, exactly. And then that can become like 
the thing that you like obsess over or like feeling really angry or like you're missing out on something special. So instead of restricting, um, or even if that's something like, I'm not going to have any mashed potatoes or buns or something like that, something that, you know, you'll enjoy, um, instead of restricting it, don't tell yourself you can't have something, just set yourself up for success by saying like, I'm going to enjoy a little bit of everything, or I'm going to enjoy a little bit of all of the items that look really good to me, instead of like going ahead of yourself and saying, no, I can't have this. I can't have this. I can't have this. So that often sets us up for feeling like we're missing out or then all we want is that one thing. And then if we have it, maybe we'll go overboard on it. That's Agreed. number three. Agreed. <laughs> cool. Um, that's three, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number four is avoiding the, well, Christmas only happens once a year, so I have to enjoy every Christmas treat that there is, um, which I commonly fall into that category of like, oh, like I only get this treat once a year, so I'm going to have 12 of them. Um, and I think something to keep in mind is every season has treats and so Christmas is going to be over, but in two months from now, it's going to be Valentine's and then you're going to have Valentine's treats and then it's going to be Easter and it's going to be summer. And if you just continue to tell yourself, like, I can only have this once a year, so I'm going to have all of it that can kind of translate into all holidays. So again, pick your favorites. And I always tell people too, like there's nothing stopping you from baking Christmas cookies in July if you really want them, right? So it's not that you can only have them once a year, they're just special. And what makes them special is that like you maybe will just have a few. And then, like I said, you can always make it again in July if you want, but just avoiding that like, oh, because we only have this once a year, I'm going to eat like 25 of them. I think that really sets people up for a more healthy relationship with Christmas treats as well. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything to say about that? Well, I didn't even really think about that. I mean, obviously you can <laughs> Christmas cookies in summer, but it's like kind of, Oh yeah. yeah. It's very, very true. Like, no, you can't. I can't do it. Yeah. And I mean, actually I was talking to a client about this this morning and we were kind of going through like how she felt about Christmas and treats and all that kind of stuff. And we were talking about this exact same thing. And they said like, of course, there's going to be things that come up in Christmas that you can't get in July. So like, let's say for instance, like eggnog, you're only going to get eggnog once a year. So if that's something you love, like choose that as one of your treats or as one of your, like, I call them snacks or treats of enjoyment. Um, whereas like, things like she's like oh yeah I really love fudge but I can also make fudge whenever I want so that's a good point I'm going to choose those things I only can have once a year and just really really enjoy those things so I think that is an important point to remember too last one alcohol this is one that I like to talk about because I like to enjoy wine um, but I also like feeling good in the morning and not going overboard. So I know that Christmas can be a time where we like to drink festive beverages and it can be often a little bit tricky to balance alcohol and good food and still feeling functional the next day. Um, 
which is important. So my biggest thing um, or my biggest tip with alcohol is to um, always be double fisting. So <laughs> you got your drink in one hand and your water in the other hand. So always make sure you're drinking at least um, a full glass of water for every alcoholic drink that you have. Um, that will just help you slow down a little bit and also make sure that you're not feeling like the effects of your alcohol as much the next day. Um, I'm not here to tell you how much you can and can't drink. That's up to you. But if we're talking health-wise, um, just make sure that you are adequately hydrating with your alcohol because often like that crappy feeling the next day is because you are very dehydrated and or because we tend to make less good decisions after we've had a few drinks so if you're at least including water in between your alcoholic beverages it's going to help keep you hydrated and may slow the effects of the alcohol and you might still be able to make um, some good decisions about what you're eating um, as well of course uh, sip slow you don't need to chug your alcohol hopefully um, and just <laughs> like your food have it as a source of enjoyment I think that's really important to remember too um, to treat your drinks just like you do your food eat slow into 80 percent is what I always say so um, always avoiding like that going overboard kind of area in terms of that as well. Um, obviously there's gonna be some drinks that are more uh, calorie dense, I guess you could say, if you're having like 10 eggnog and rum, is that a thing? I hate eggnog, so I don't even know. Do you put rum so. in eggnog? Okay, so that's obviously gonna be a little bit more heavy and calorie dense than say um, red wine or like a- Gin and tonic or something. Yeah, something like that. So if you're concerned about that, um, obviously just be mindful of what you're consuming with your drinks um, and enjoy them slowly. And those are my five tips. Do you guys have and anything to add? You'll have a lot of washroom breaks with uh, double fist yeah. and water and, <laughs> and drink. Yeah. <laughs> It'll take you away from the table to give you a little space from the food, spend some extra time in the bathroom. It's good. No, I was going to say, we could, we could, well, we could probably get into that. Maybe it should be another video, just alcohol in general and how it affects. Um, we'll save that for another time, maybe. But yeah. I was just going to say, overall, there's one, one principle that I've, well, tried to start implementing this last year. It's basically it's called like grace with standards. So like, I think it's really important to give ourselves some grace. And this is something that obviously I'm still working on too, but like in other aspects of our lives, I know I can beat myself up very easily for things that either I miss or I don't do or whatnot, um, but have some grace with yourself over the holidays as well. Like if you, you know, think you mess up a little bit, like it's probably not going to be the end of the world. Like quite often we have how many celebratory meals, maybe two or three, like kind of at the most right um and so if you go a little bit overboard like it's not gonna mess up the whole rest of your year sort of thing um at the same time having some standards for yourself too like we talked about like not going fully completely overboard every single time either so have some grace with yourself but also maybe go into it with some some sort of standards as well and set those for yourself as an individual we can't tell you what those are necessarily if you're one of our clients we can help coach you through it for sure but um that's yeah 
one thing that I would add into all of that kind of to wrap it all up in all five of those tips, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that really encompasses like just a good theory for life. Like you want to enjoy the holidays and the experience, but you also want to set yourself up for success in not feeling like garbage, which would take away from the experience. So yeah, I love that. And I think kind of to tie it together a little bit more too, it's, it's all based around mindset, right? Where we're talking about how you talk about food, what words to use around food, not saying words like can't, um, not thinking that this is the only time you can have these treats. So that's why when we work with our clients or in our program, our coaching program, we talk about the mindset a lot, right? Developing the routines, this perspective, this way of living so that you're not derailed. Because I'm, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are used to getting derailed by Christmas, adding 10, 15 pounds on, and then going into the new year, feeling motivated. And then it's really hard to restart. It's a lot easier to work small, gain some momentum than it is to try really hard for a while, stop for a while, stop, start, stop, start. That's a lot of energy it takes. So even you can build some good habits throughout the season. Um, there's lots of different tools we have. So make sure you comment or send us individual messages. We're more than happy to give you those free eBooks on how to build habits or how to build mindset as well. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Thanks for joining everyone. We'll talk to you next week, I believe at some point. Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs>